0: The following audio is from White River Christian Church. More information about White River is available on the WRCC mobile app or at wrcc.org. Have you noticed that we have songs for pretty much every occasion? Maybe you even noticed here this morning, we have songs even for our announcements. We like to sing around here, but we have songs for every season. I mean, who doesn't have some songs that you like to listen to in the summer with your windows down, you know, kind of like the weather out today, you know, it's super nice. You have those summer songs you listen to. I know you've got your Christmas songs that some of you have already started to sneak into your playlist, and that is a shame on you. You save those till after Thanksgiving. You save those. At least that's my stance. So There we go. Hey, I got some friends out there and some enemies, and I have. Maybe shouldn't have said that, but we've got songs that are wedding songs. We have a graduation song. We have fight songs for your school. We have songs that make you want to dance. You have songs for when you're working out specific songs. You have songs when you feel down, when you feel sad. In fact, it's a whole category of songs. It's called the blues. You have songs when you're angry. And of course, you have love songs, you know. I mean, there is so many love songs. I mean, who hasn't received a few love songs in their day? Maybe some of us. I actually kind of want to know, how many of you have made a little love song mix? Maybe you burnt it on a CD. Who remembers that? Maybe a mixtape, a cassette. Some of our kids over here are thinking, I don't know what a cassette is, and why would you burn a CD? That sounds like it's bad for the environment. (laughs) But if you know what I'm talking about, you know. On top of all of those songs, we have God songs that we sing when we get together as a church. We sing every week, and some people maybe wonder, why do churches sing? Why do the people of God sing so much? For some of us, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but we sing songs that are true about God. True about ourselves and about our relationship with God. How do we relate to this God that we really can't even fully understand? He is so big. But what we hope you have seen these last few weeks as we've been going through the book of Psalms, which is Israel's songbook, that we are people that sing. And we want you to know why we sing. Because I think you know why we play all those other songs that I talked about. That makes sense. You understand why you play those songs for those occasions. But we want you leaving this series and this morning knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt why we sing as a church. Because we have suggested that there is something unique about singing, it's totally unique. In the life of a Christian, that singing almost occupies its own category for us. And we need to know why we sing. So why do we sing? We have suggested that it is one of the most commanded actions in all of Scripture. So Psalm 47 tells us this. This is just one place, but it says this. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a psalm. One of the most commanded actions. Sing. So we sing. We also sing because God is always up to new things. We saw this psalm a couple weeks ago, Psalm 96. One, we studied it. It says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name, tell of his salvation from day to day. That that is what we should do. We should sing new songs because God is always up to new things. He's always doing new stuff in our life, in the world around us. That we have to continue to sing new songs and tell of his salvation, his wonderful works over and over and over again. We could never have enough songs for our great God. So we sing. We also sing because God is so much bigger than we could ever imagine or comprehend. Psalm 8:1. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. God's glory is above the heavens. It's bigger, it's greater, it's grander than anything we could ever understand. And songs help us with a category that that maybe could put some language or or some emotion to things that, that maybe we can't even put in normal words. And so it helps us describe God in new and different ways because he deserves it. So we sing. We also sing, as we have suggested, because it enables us to uniquely live out the most important commands of Scripture. I don't know if you remember, we looked back at Mark chapter 12. And Jesus was asked this of all the commandments, which is the most important? And Jesus replied, He said, The most important commandment is this Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. And I know some of you are thinking, well, then how come singing? Is it, does it fit into this? How important could singing be? Because, because Jesus didn't say to sing, but we have suggested what other activity combines all of those in one action. We would suggest that there is none other than singing because singing helps us with our emotions, our heart. We're able to pour out our heart to God. Singing helps us connect our spirit to God's spirit, our soul. Singing helps us connect our intellect, our mind, to specific words that are scriptural about God, and singing connects our physical body, our strength, as we're physically doing something with our body. So we can uniquely combine all those things, the most important way we're supposed to love the Lord our God, with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength, and we can do it all at once when we sing. We've also suggested that singing is a way that we can love our neighbor. And maybe you feel like that's a little bit of a stretch, but I don't think it is. When we sing songs that maybe aren't your pick, if we sang a song this morning that wasn't your favorite, but maybe it was your neighbor's favorite song, Maybe we were singing a song of celebration and you're thinking, I do not feel like celebrating today, but maybe your neighbor does. You are loving your neighbor. Or maybe you want to sing that song of lament, that sad song today because that's where you're at and your neighbor doesn't. You are loving each other as we sing songs as a congregation, and it's amazing. There are so many reasons we sing but we are living out the commands, the vital commands of Scripture when we do it. But I want to tell you something. I want to tell you this morning why I sing. Why do I sing? Me, Andrew Smiley, why do I sing to God? Well, obviously I resonate with those reasons I just shared, of course. Those are important to me. But one thing that is maybe unique to me. I'm not the only preacher who, when I read scripture, when I pray, when I converse with you guys, when I uh, am serving, I can express my love for God. But, But a danger that I have that maybe some of you don't is when I read scripture every day and I'm reading it, I have a temptation to think, well, how can I apply this to someone else? Because that's kind of the nature of what I do. And I need to figure out how to put it in my life. And that's an occupational hazard that I have. I I shouldn't be reading the Bible for you, my church, even though I have a responsibility to teach it. And so there's something unique about singing in my life. That when I get to just be out there with you, I get to just sing. Sing. And God gets to say things to my spirit, and it's not a performance for anybody else. It is me and the Lord, and he is putting that truth deep down in my heart. It's like he does spiritual surgery on my heart sometimes when we sing, and it's good. I also feel like it's one of those unique things, maybe the most unique thing that kind of weds God's word and prayer all in one it's almost like it's its own language because as long as our songs are biblical and and I'm singing them from a posture of prayer it's it's like all these things that we know God tells us to do read his word hear his word and pray to him and that's how we have a relationship we hear from him and we talk back to him singing does all of it and it's amazing that's Why I sing? Because I can know things like Psalm 103. It says, He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. I may read those things and think of all the ways that I could teach you about that. But when I sing those lyrics, when I sing songs about what Jesus has done for me, it's different. And I'm so thankful that God has given me the opportunity to sing. So, Just as David says in Psalm 61, I will ever sing praises to your name. And in Psalm 69, I will praise the name of God with a song. That is the spirit that I want to have and lead you with today. There are so many reasons to sing. But before we move on and we sing some more, I want to ask you, why do you sing? We've talked about why we sing. I've talked about why I sing. Why do you sing? Why? You have to decide. Why you sing. This isn't a trick. This isn't a manipulative tool for us to say, you know, as a church, our leaders, our pastors, we love to sing, so we want you to. No, we need you to personalize this. What are the reasons that connect with your heart, with your soul, with your mind, why you do it? I referenced this book a few weeks ago, but I love how Jim Thompson in his book Sing Loud, Die Happy says this. He says, we'll end up with an abbreviated experience of life with God if we neglect what he asks of us. So if you'd like to be frustrated, annoyed, or disgruntled with God, his world, and others, just be dismissive of what he clearly says. And if you'd like your life to be less than awesome, just don't sing. Just don't sing. Some of you have been waiting for this Sunday. You put sing Sunday on your calendar. You were so excited when you heard that we were doing this. You were here. You were here early. You're up in the front row. Um, Others of you, maybe not so much, but no matter where you find yourself, you think about as we sing, why do you sing? What is it that Jesus has done for you that compels you to sing? And while you are thinking about that, Knowing that God deserves praise, consider what Jesus said. If they keep quiet, the stones along the road would burst into cheers. God wants you to praise him. He invites you to praise him, but he does not need you to. His creation and his people will praise even if you choose not to. And so this is an invitation for you to join us. And because I want to show you that I am not all talk up here, I wanted to do something special with my friend Philip and sing with you today. Are you up for that? All right, let's do it. Why don't you stand with us? So this is Psalm one hundred one through 2. Great reminder this morning as we join with the earth. Psalm 101 through 2 says this. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Let's sing with joy, amen? And let's sing this morning. There we go.
1: From the rising of the sun To the ending of the day One name alone be praised Every nation, tribe and tongue, All creation lifting up Your name alone we raise.
2: Sing it out. Praise the Lord, all the earth, all the earth. Bless His name, only one name, now and always.
1: Jesus, you have rescued us you are good and you are just one name alone be praised from the heights and from the depths every heart with every breath your name alone we
2: like our God who is like our God every sky is filled with wonder all creation lifted higher the only king who reigns forever who is like our God who is like our God praise the Lord all the earth all the earth bless His name Only one name